guys, welcome back. Hi, welcome back to On My Way, the podcast. We're so excited to have you today, and we're so excited about our interview that you're about to listen to. It's going to be amazing. Um, we might have a few new listeners, so just so you know, I'm Alexandra. I'm the blonde one. I'm Megan. I'm the brunette. We've been told our voices are similar, so sorry, just bear with us. Um, but we are super excited about the this episode. It was amazing. It might be one of our favorites. It, it's definitely up there. Um, I remember, like, while we were recording, I'm like, this is a good one. <laughs> yeah. So if you're here, stick around. I think you'll really like it, too. Yeah. Um, any life updates for us? Unfortunately, no. Actually, fortunately, no. I'm kind yeah. of, I'm, I'm okay with a... I'm okay with a nice, relaxed That's day. That's very true. We did, Megan and I did do some networking um, at our friend's house the other day. Um, we've only been hanging out with our one group of friends because of COVID and everything. But they had their neighbors over. I'm like my one group of friends that didn't move away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> then, we don't know them very well. So we decided to just tell them we have a podcast. And we obviously like subscribed and rated it on their phones. Um, we met this one guy who was a little interesting. Um, we were on his phone following our podcast and then, um, a Twitter notification from Trump came up and we were like, that's interesting because I don't know about you, but I think the only person I have notifications on for is Harry Styles and he's someone I like really love, Mm -hmm. you know? So that was interesting. And then he proceeded to have like a 30-minute conversation with me about how women shouldn't be CEOs. Super interesting because I'm pretty sure he knew that I was a woman. Maybe. It's it's up for debate. It could. Maybe. I'll give him a bit further down. Maybe he didn't know. Then he also puts his number in my phone while we're talking. Um, The next day, I receive a text from him. At, like, middle of the day, completely, complete daytime, and he goes, hey, so I'm trying to be on the podcast. No. Right, like, less than 24 hours after he was explaining to me in detail how he does not think that women should be in charge of a group of people. I own a business. Or own a business. (laughs) Like, that's what I I was saying. You own a business, and we together own this podcast. Why would you want to be on this podcast if it's by two women who apparently aren't capable of something like this? I don't... You know... Yeah, that guy was certified one of the worst... (laughs) Certified worst. (laughs) The certified worst. Seven days a week. Also, speaking of networking, if you're wondering what we mean by networking, I don't mean to expose myself like this, but 25% of our reviews and ratings are us bullying our friends or acquaintances into writing something. Yeah. They always listen to chunks, so it's not... They're never like, no, I don't feel comfortable with this. Except for my boyfriend said that. Which, what? Yeah, he's like, I was like, give me a five-star review and rating, and he's like, not until I listen. I don't feel comfortable oh, until I listen. Oh, my God. And then he stabbed me, and then suddenly, oh suddenly he's God. okay with writing a five-star. Oh, okay, Drew. Anyway. All right, well, uh, unless you have anything else to say. Oh, I did want to clarify. I was listening back to the episode, and... If you guys aren't familiar with our guest, Jay the MC, he references one of his songs, Dumma, a few times, and um, we didn't really give any background information about that, so just so you know before going in, it's um, the first 
the first song on his new album. Um, so there's some context for you. So we hope you enjoy the episode as much as we did. Okay, guys. So today we have the pleasure of hanging out with John, aka Goldmine, aka Clownmine, aka Jay the MC, um, but known to our listeners as DoorDash Man. Oh my gosh. Um, he's a young, up and coming rapper who writes all of his songs, and he's also just a genuinely nice and friendly guy. And I think Megan would like to tell the story of how we met. She oh my, met him. Oh my gosh. All right, so <laughs> you've heard this story in. Um, in previous episodes, how yes. first I was like, Alexandra, I found your husband. Oh and then God. we've heard it progress through. So Alexandra met her husband. They, <laughs> not like that, guys. Yeah. So here's the story for anybody who's new here and hasn't heard it before. Um, one time, my roommates and I, this was over the summer, we're at, standing outside of Chipotle waiting for our orders. And there was some sort of operational efficiency going on in there. And it <laughs> took sure. the, the most efficient operation ever. And there was about 30 of us as like an angry mob standing outside Chipotle. And then um, next to me was someone on a bike. And I don't even know what the first word said was. What, like, I don't know if I looked at you <laughs> and just like, hi, I'm Megan. Yo, right, yeah. <laughs> well, do you remember? Nah, so I remember I was going to leave um, because the order was taking too long. It had been like 30 minutes. So I essentially was like, okay, I'm just going to get out of here. And you were like, yo, like, what's your name? Because since you're leaving, I'm just going to take your order. Okay. And I was just like... <laughs> that's, on well, brand. well, that's not how it works. <laughs> but I mean... Do you? And then I just wound up, like, I also knew a kid who was standing there. So I wound up just, wind up staying because that was, like, going to be my last order anyway. So once I got done that, I just had the bread and was able to just leave. So, yeah. So, anyway, that opened up a pool for conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we talked. We were Honestly, everybody there became a family that night because we were all, like, struggling there for yeah. so long, just waiting for our burritos. Exactly. And then um, after the end of the night, he was like, what's your well, he was like, what's your number? What's your Instagram or something? Mm-hmm. And I didn't think we were flirting, but I didn't want to lead you on. So I, said, <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, like, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, like. That, it works. <laughs> but then, but and then I like, walked somehow. away and I was like, gosh, he's so cool though. And then I was like, you know what? I'll pass it on you to know what? one single friend. <laughs> um, so I was like, so I went back over and I like pulled up a picture of Alexandra. I was like, this is my friend. She's very nice and very pretty. Would you like to meet her? <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I said it no. exactly like this too. <laughs> <laughs> my tone of voice. And you're like, would you meet her? <laughs> so, um... And basically, I remember you were like, tell her to DM me. I was like, you can DM her. And you were like, no, tell her to DM me. I was like, you can DM her. Like, <laughs> I don't think this back and forth lasted that long. But that was, that wasn't something that was said. I was just like, yo. Because you said, oh, I'm going to have her follow you. And then you said DM her. And I was just like, I'm just like not going to like notice. Like, not in that way. But it's just like, I have... I have an account that has people who don't know me follow me. So I was like, I'm, yeah. there's no way I'm going to notice like one person out of like like 20 in a day. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I didn't know that at the time because yeah. he didn't come out and be like, so I'm actually an Instagram influencer. So, I, <laughs> right, right, so many followers. I'm yeah. not going to notice the one. I'm like, why can't this clown just... Yo, nah, nah. Clown line. <laughs> yeah, also, clown the clown line name was our roommate. Wait, so his name is on Instagram. It's like Gold X Mine or yeah. Gold, Gold Mine with the O is an X. Yes. Tumblr our roommate days. misspoken called him Clown. <laughs> wait, wait, really? Yeah. That's all that happened. Wait, which one? It was the night that we went to the place in Chinatown. Yeah. I'm not telling oh you which God. one. I was about to say it. It's, there's two left. It's one yeah. of them. All right, I'm going to just ask them. 
And it's not a big deal. It's just funny. I was rolling. I no, rolled up and down the stairs laughing so hard after she <laughs> called me. so him. funny. Yeah, clown line. <laughs> like, when you changed your Instagram ad for five minutes to clown. Wait, really? How <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't I notice that? I, I was I wouldn't next got to the, you I when I did that. The, did you say I it? I literally go, look, I'm clown line. Now you're like, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. I think if I would have known the joke, that would have been funny. But I was just like, okay. Like, all right. So you didn't get it when I was looking at you being like, clown line. No, clown. Like, that doesn't sound anything like gold mine. There's like, yes, there's, like a, there's an iron at the end, but that's about it. The cadence, the syllables, the feeling. Nah. Clown line, gold mine, clown line, gold mine, clown see, line, gold See, mine. this is why I'm a rapper in y'all podcast. <laughs> Whoa! Yo, that was funny, but it wasn't good. Drop a so. beat on <laughs> Like, nah. So well, anyway, that's how we met him. Sit to our strengths. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that was the story. Now he's here. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Man. Um, so I was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Crazy, crazy okay. story. We're going that far back. Uh, yes. Okay. Going, going back to when I was born. Moved to Maryland. Moved to uh, Atlanta. And then in 10th grade, excuse me, not 10th grade, like 8th grade, moved uh, into the greater Philadelphia area. So I've been here um, about 10 years now. Uh, so essentially, when I was in Atlanta was when I started really like making beats. I wasn't even rapping when I first started making music. I was like making beats, and eventually I was just like, I want somebody to rap on these, and I was like, I guess <laughs> I guess I'll, I guess I'll be the one. <laughs> so it's crazy because now I really don't make a lot of my own beats. Maybe one or two I'll help the producers, but essentially right now um, I have my Odyssey clothing brand um, which is based off my Odyssey mixtape just mm-hmm. dropped Odyssey the stowaways so I'm really just pushing the brand forward and really uh, raising awareness on different levels whether that be music whether that be the fashion whether that be uh, anything yeah just continuously like moving forward and progressing however I can so how did you end up in the music <clears throat> space so when I was younger, um, when I was living in Milwaukee, I actually used to have a band. I was a I was in a boy oh my band. Gosh, uh, and <laughs> we we called it Positive, uh, without an E actually, because we were we were like a we weren't like a rock band, but we was like we was punk. He really loves. Oh, he he really punk lives band. for just yeah. taking a word and just. You know, adding yes. a letter, dropping yeah. a letter, replacing yes. a letter, switching up a the, letter. The, the literary world, devices are the out world, of control. Yes, it's my oyster, so I'm just gonna do whatever. Can you and sing us a song from Positive? Don't be so negative <laughs> with the words you say. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't that's be so, How old are you? Like at this, <laughs> this is like man, ten to twelve. If <laughs> that's so sometime around then. Yes, yeah, so I was young, young. Like this isn't. Anything recent. Young positive. <laughs> Let's make like, a change for you and for me. <laughs> when I was yeah. 10, when I was your age, yeah. when you were doing that, I was outside taking a rock and like pulling up dirt. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but honestly, that's how you get the podcast we've started. Because it's like, if you really think about it, you were like exploring like the human subconscious and thinking about how like things work this in the world. And it's like, you know, that's <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we were preparing in our own ways. Well, I mean, we did do a lot of talking. Yeah. So. My, yeah exactly. my mom said she knew Actually, when I, I would fall asleep. <laughs> you were like selective mute. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh-huh. We'll wait, get there. Wait, she, wait, your mom knew what? My mom knew I was asleep when I would stop talking because when I was like three, four years old, Yo. she'd put me into bed and I would just tell stories to myself and talk Wait, to myself. And like, I was that's like, so funny. that's nice for a mom though. Yo, yeah. Cause, Damn. And then like, I get the story, I'd just be like in the middle of a sentence and just like, 
Oh my Cut god. Right off. That's kind of <laughs> cool though. Like damn. That's like the, the ultimate like baby monitor. It's like, "All right, she's done." <laughs> like That's cool. <laughs> I wish I could remember, like, what the stories were. Sure if I, if I only had the foresight as a three-year-old that I'd want to know. When I was three, I probably couldn't think more than five minutes in the future. Yeah, definitely not. Like you bull- didn't know what a future was. Like I didn't bull- know. Goldfish. <laughs> They'd have to eat. And, like, like, all I knew were, like, goldfish school. crackers and, like, playing outside. Yeah, that's it. That's all you Simpler get Simpler times. Mind. For sure. I feel like when you're in an industry like this, there's... It's... It's hard to be successful. There's Word. usually a lot of like roadblocks along yeah. the way. So have you experienced that? Man, um, that's the fun part. So crazy. Um, okay. Odyssey is that's what Odyssey is all about. Odyssey really means uh, living in the moment and embracing the roadblocks, embracing those things mm-hmm. that might uh, happen to you on your journey. Um, because at the end of the day, I think you can't be truly successful without knowing what failure looks like. And you can't be truly successful without having to appreciate those moments when you was working towards the success. So, um, to answer your question, uh, yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely like had, I've definitely had like failures, um, but they weren't even really failures. They were just like things to learn from. I feel like, like what's an example of that? Um, Maybe, like, putting a song out and just, like, dropping it and then not doing any promotion for it or something like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, nobody... At the end of the day, especially now that we're, like, grown... Because I feel like back in high school I could do that and, like, people would just, like, listen to it and retweet it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. like, now, like, everybody's grown. We got bills. Like, right. we get corona. Like, we got yeah. all this stuff going on. It's like, all right, if I'm going to put a song out, people, like, need to know. I need to put it in front of people. I need to make sure that... So, it's like... I wouldn't even say it was failures because at the end of the day, my base listened to it, but the goal for me is always to like expand the audience. So I could say that from a failure point of view, that was something that I was failing at for a while and then just realized how I could uh, make the most of what I was doing already. All right. So (laughs) even if you didn't have any discrete actual, you know, failures per se, were there points which like things got hard for you where you thought about quitting, where you were Mm. like, this isn't worth it? Um, I would say maybe like when I looked in my bank account one day and there was like 12 bills in it, like no lie. I was just like, mm. damn, like, why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> and it's funny because I went to like go take a screenshot of it. And by the time I took a screenshot of it, there was like more, like more money in there. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, that's a testament to like what's going on. It's like, yo, like, boom, you're down, but then you come right back. You know what I mean? Okay, so yeah. I-, I could say that there's definitely been points where I was like, okay. Even last night, actually, even last night, I was getting into bed and I was just like, yo, like, it's still worth it to, like, spend money on, like, things like that will help make your music better or help get it to more people or help do this. And I was just like, fuck yeah, duh. <laughs> like, right. at the end of the day, people who are successful have labels or managers or people who invest in them. I just have to do it for myself. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference is that maybe that money's coming out of my pocket, but that's money that gets to stay in my pocket because there's not anybody who can say that they own me. So, yeah, I think it's a give and take in that way. That's 100% of, like, the idea of, <clears throat> oh, you have to spend money to make money. Yeah. I you know. definitely seem like you're in it for the long haul. For too. sure. For so, sure. yeah. Where, Odyssey. <laughs> right. Where, okay, what's your goal? Like, where's your end point? Do you have an end point? Or are you kind of taking it day by day? Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say I have an endpoint, but I do have goals. Um, I would say that uh, I'd like to do more with the Odyssey brand because I feel as though <clears throat> I started off just thinking, okay, it's merch for the mixtape, it's merch for the tape, it's merch for 
uh, the music, and that's great. I think, for one thing, I want to start doing more with the clothing aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm big on picking something and getting really good at it, so I think that clothing will be slightly more of a hobby, but a very much money-making hobby, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I want to do more collabs with other, um, not other, because I don't really consider myself to be a designer. I just basically work with people who can, like, help make that Creative for me. Creative director? Something like that. I would say that. I would say that. Like, definitely. Um, and... Like, I claim that. Yeah, I yo, like no, I like no. that's gonna stick. You know what's crazy? Because, like, when, when I was, like, really still invested in, like, <laughs> trying to, like fit into a corporate infrastructure i was like what what is what does a creative director do and i was like this is shit that i do on a day-to-day basis for like my own stuff right um but yeah goals working with more uh artists on clothing but also goals um include i would say dropping albums and dropping projects going on tours selling merch doing things that sign artists do but on my own level and at my mm-hmm. own pace just realizing that it's not a race with people who have like way more corporate dollars behind them just being able to do what i love and live off of it that this might be too personal you don't have to answer so you're like essentially making a living off of making music yes which is <clears throat> incredible that is making cool. a living doing <clears throat> what you love i appreciate that um yeah that's do is there ever i know like I kind of relate when you were talking about the ups and downs, like ebbs and flows mm-hmm. of like basically living off an entrepreneur's salary. But do you have a desire to stabilize that at all? Do you have like a method or are you truly just like taking it? So honestly, I just graduated from school. Like, right. you know what I mean? For me personally, I think that it's good to have backup plans, as they say. Mm-hmm. It's good to have um, things that you can do if things get messed up. But honestly, every day, like when I wake up, it's music. It's like the stuff that I'm doing that gets me out of bed. It's like, all right, got this song dropping, got this video, yeah. got this. You know what I mean? So it's like when I think of a life where that's not at the forefront, I'm unhappy. Right. And, and I think personally that even if I wasn't like the biggest musician or the biggest rapper like to ever like, you know what I mean? That yeah. live biggest, most sales, whatever. I think something where I'm doing a level of what I'm doing now, even if that's on the business side would still be something that I value and enjoy, but I don't think I'm ever going to venture outside of something that's more closer to my core as far as music, entertainment, uh, and media go, for sure. Yeah. And But yeah. the fact that like you're, you're already making it work is awesome, but I think like for anybody out there listening, one of the best parts about being in your early 20s, just graduated, is you kind of have this like margin of error, this leeway to go and chase your passions, chase yeah. your dream, do what you're passionate yeah. about, and not... <clears throat> Like, not have to have it all figured out. Right, for sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Because it's definitely not... I mean, DoorDash isn't getting you out of bed in the morning. Right, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. Are you still doing that? I definitely am still doing that, yeah. I would say that um, I pay for certain things that maybe the uh, the music doesn't pay for with DoorDash. So it's like, cool. You know what I mean? It's a pretty good gig. Yeah, nah, exactly. Like, I set my own hours. I maybe go out five hours a day, five days a week, which is like... Okay. Like average i feel so, like yeah like a it, halftime job almost yeah kind of yeah. so it's chilling like I'm, yeah yeah I, what i really enjoy is like being able to like i said get out of the bed do what i want to do mm-hmm. and then go do what i have to do and yeah a lot of times i set goals for myself with that to where i don't even have to do it five days a week but i'm just like i'd rather have extra so that i can do right you know what i'm saying yeah. like not just like be business like have fun as well so. absolutely That's yeah cool. 
Um, so if there's anyone out there listening that's kind of maybe in the exact same boat of wanting mm-hmm. to be a famous something. Yeah, you don't want to be famous. Is that I your mean, goal? It could be a byproduct of being rich. If it comes with it. Like. I don't want to like, come out and be like, your one goal is to be as famous as possible. I know that's not it. But <laughs> nah, if there's nah. someone who's trying to make like a platform for themselves, a name yeah. for themselves as a music artist or just in general, what advice would you give to them? Um, keep making music first and foremost. Um, be real with yourself about what your goals are. Like they're asking me. Um, I think personally, if you don't know what your goals are and you're just doing things just to do it, like, or if you're just putting things out because you want people's attention or you want to like, it's never going to get you where you need to be. And you're just going to do things and follow trends all the time. I think you should capitalize on those parts of yourself that are the most unique to you and most genuine to you. And people will either love you or hate you for it. But at the end of the day, um, if you focus on things that you love and do it with uh, genuineness or whatever, either people are going to come or they're not. And if they don't, then you just find something else to do. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Or go back to the drawing board. Do it all over again. At the end of the day, you got to know why you, you do what you do and do it the best you can. And that's that's really the most that can do but yeah um circling back so you were on cnn yeah (laughs) can can you give us some context for that all right so when i was in maryland silver spring um me and my uh mom and dad we used to go to church in baltimore um the church is called empowerment temple and uh pastor jamal harrison bryant um is actually like kind of a famous televangelist um so essentially it was like a big church. There was a lot of people who went there. And every year they'd have a speech competition. And the year before, uh, which I guess was 2008, wow, at this point, that's crazy. That's 12 years ago. That's the year, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> the year before, I got third place for the speech I wrote. But the second year, I was like, there was an iPod. No, no, no. It wasn't an iPod Touch as a grand prize. It was like 250 as a grand prize. And I was like, I need that so I can buy an iPod Touch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. yeah, so I, I did that. Um, and... Th- that year, I wrote a speech about the N word and why it shouldn't be used. I was just like, like for fun. Why did you write a speech? Oh, I didn't say there was a speech competition. Did you? I thought I did. But right, if I, maybe if I, I did, that. if I, but if I, if I, <laughs> oh, that's what it was for. Oh, did, did I say that? I said that, yeah, right? You said okay, that. okay, well, okay, yeah. Right. I thought you were okay. like, I just wrote a speech. Okay, nah, nah. Say so, I wrote a speech. Yo, like, if this is good, like, y'all better pay me. You, like, go up to your mom, you're like, I wrote a speech, give me my money. No. So, the first year I wrote a speech, got got third place or something like that, third or fourth. It was cool. Second year, I did it, and I was, I I won, and then I remember the governor of Maryland. Was it the same speech? The governor of of Maryland himself. No, yeah, seriously. Like, the (laughs) second. What? That's a big jump. So, 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 peep, peep. So the first year didn't Keep? win. Like, like listen. So yes, the governor of Berlin. Basically, so the first year didn't win. Second year I won. Wait, wasn't the same speech. Was not the same speech. Totally different speech. The second one was about the N word. Yes, the first one was about like random black history facts, which was great. It was a great speech still, but like I didn't win. Obviously, Uh, I was still brilliant. It was still a brilliant speech. I just no one was able to recognize it until the year. Duh. Like, (laughs) nah, but but anyway, so when I won, 
um, not only did you get the grand prize, but you got to say the speech in front of the congregation. And that day, okay. the governor of Maryland was invited to the church. Okay. So basically, I said the speech in front of the governor, and after I came down, I got to shake his hand and all that. But long story short, that video got recorded, put on YouTube by my aunt, and just started getting 100000 200000 300000 million. Oh, wow. And then, wow. And then CNN hit us up after I moved to Atlanta, because I moved to Atlanta like later that year, because that was 2009. So... Moved to Atlanta, and they hit us up. They thought we were still in Baltimore area, but we were like, nah, okay. we're in Atlanta. And they were like, oh, our, our headquarters are in Atlanta. Come down. No today, way. Today. Today. Yo, yes. Today. <laughs> Grab your little mini human yeah. person yeah. suit and get down Yo, here. Yo, yes, yes. It happened exactly like that. Like, I literally, it's crazy. I woke wow. up. Yeah. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and then that was, a, that was the first time I was on CNN that nobody actually knows about. The second time was the video that everybody's seen. I don't even know where the first video is, but... Regardless, so yes, I was on CNN twice and was talking about the N-word, talking about just black youth things, like mm-hmm. things, things like issues that go on in our community. And you're eight. At, I was like nine at the time. That's very, nine, yeah. Nine, yeah, yeah, But, I mean, it just, like. So you were destined to be in the public eye. I mean, you said it now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have a theory. I think that you, as a young eight-year-old, you, this went viral, you're like looking up CNN, you're like, oh. Their headquarters is Atlanta. So you started subliminal messaging your parents yeah. into getting them to move to Atlanta. You're like, wait, the headquarters is in Atlanta? Yeah. I had no oh idea. Oh my gosh, wait, what? Yo, the whole time I had bars and I was just like, yo, like the CNN people ain't ready for this. And I went to go spit my bars and they were like, yo, these are too like mature for your age. And I was like, all right, they're not ready for me. I'm going to give them 10 years yeah. and then I'll, I'll yeah. come back. <laughs> and hence, Dumma. <laughs> John I love the MC. Oh, John the MC, a.k.a. John, a.k.a. Clown Line, a.k.a. Gold Mine, a.k.a. Gold X Mine, a.k.a. Baby Genius. Baby? <laughs> baby baby, oh, baby oh, X Genius. There we go, yeah. There we baby go. X Genius Mine. Baby X Genius X Mine. That's funny. I like that one. So yeah, I was I was doing shit. Wow. Did <laughs> anything change after where people recognizing you, or was it kind of just like a one hit thing? Did it... man? So as soon as I left the headquarters, like everybody just like <clears throat> followed me out. Just Jonathan. No, I'm just no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Say, nah, so, so funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but no. So literally though, like, just I, I don't know if you guys have seen. If not, I'll show you guys after this. But basically, the the full video is literally me being interviewed by Don Lemon, and I'm like saying some serious things, but also some funny things. So as soon as I get done that interview, I like walk off, and all these like like high adults are like high fiving me and like saying like Yo, like, that was great, like ah, like wow, that's crazy. What a rush. Yo, yeah, I was like, cause, like <laughs> when I said the dumb uh thing, like I wasn't like that wasn't like a pre planned thing. He asked me a question, and my like nine year old self is like, boom, like I have the answer for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I mean, so basically, but not after that, I actually was on CBS too, which no one knows about. Um, oh wow. But so basically, Byron Pitts, who uh, was working with Katie Kirk at the time, I don't know if he still is hit us up later after that and he was like i would he told me this is crazy because honestly when you're at the end of the day that was cnn but like mm-hmm. when you're a kid and like you're just doing stuff like just to do it you don't really realize like what's going on around you right. byron pitts the dude who is on cbs hit me up um maybe like two months later and was like yo like well he didn't say yo to me but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but exact words. Yo, yeah you're <laughs> but he basically said that he was standing in the airport 
when that was going down and everybody was like standing around the TV. He was like, yo, like I was trying to figure out what was going on. And he was like, there's some catastrophe happened. Like what's going on around the world? And he looked and everybody was looking at me on the TV in oh the airport. And he was like, I got it. I got it. I got to get this kid too. So yeah, wow. wound up getting interviewed by him. Um, I would say my life changed in that I actually did. Like when you say the thing about the public, I actually did wind up getting like speech engagements. I was in virtual school. So I wound up just going from place to place. And I had time to like, I w- I've been to California, Texas, New Jersey. I mean, I was living in Atlanta at the time, so New Jersey mm-hmm. is far. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, it sounds so funny because like it's like crossing the bridge right. now. But, but, <laughs> but yeah, um, I hopped over to Cherry Hill. <laughs> right. It's like a 30-minute like, Uber. Yo, right. Damn it. Like, it's 50 bucks. But um, yeah, basically just went a lot of places, said the speech, and really got to see and understand more people. I feel like now I really get people to an extent, and I feel as though understanding that what that moment was to the people who I was going to see and understanding just being a, a genuine person and just living in your truth will take you further than you could ever imagine. And that, like I said, if people want to respond well to you, they will. If they don't, they don't. But mm-hmm. life goes on. I've been in places where people were like like clapping along with what I said. I've been in places where people didn't boo me, but they were just like dry or just didn't really agree with what I said. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. But I think that always inspired me to remember that, hey, whatever it is that you do, if you believe in that and that's something that you feel is valid, like just do that and pray for the best. And that's what I'm doing now. So I feel like kids kind of have this unfiltered, like almost naive ambition. Like they just don't fear anything. Yeah. Do you think that like not overthinking it, being so authentic as yourself because you're really too young to think of like anything else yeah. changed it? Hmm. Just like starting so young? Um, I would say yes. I would say yes, because I feel like even as adult, as an adult, like there will be certain things that I'll, I I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to think of the word. I think when you're an adult, you're always afraid of, can I say this? Will I get canceled for this? Is right. this politically correct? Right. When you're a kid, you don't care about that. Right. No, exactly. You just, like, you, you're brutally honest and you say what you feel. And yeah, what you think. exactly. I think that, well, to your question, I think it carried over a little bit because there will be some doors um, that people around me are afraid to go into or certain things that they're afraid to do certain topics they're afraid to touch on um and i'll just be like like why not like life is short and sometimes i have to remember that that comes from my self-referencing of being someone who like said something that i believed in and just people responded to it so yeah i think the boldness and stuff like that and and i have a leo moon and leo rising so honestly wow. like you know us leos like <laughs> we just be bold and shit so <laughs> so yeah sometimes to a fault right exactly <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. no, but yeah so um so you were talking like saying a little bit before about how people either like love you or hate you yeah. have you had experience with like haters quote unquote or like negativity towards what you're doing I'm just gonna hate an eight year old kid um, no even so now scared, so, like, like not even back then but facts. now like um, hearing to this point so actually to both points to both <laughs> what you said and what you said um from back then there were definitely were people who like were like calling me like hard R like under the comments saying like this little monkey wears a nice suit oh, and stuff like that oh my gosh uh, you can laugh a little bit it's a little bit fun <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's like, like, actually terrible it like, is real t- quick what did you say about the n-word were you like 
No? I Yeah, I said we shouldn't use it. Okay. I, said, I just said that. And um, people didn't agree. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. It's okay. crazy because I feel like a lot of racist white people like commented, but the yeah. speech was really for black people, to be honest. Right. It, was, it was really for us. Like, for me personally, I still don't use the word to this day. If people call me it or people say it around me, I'm not really going to like, I'm not so in into that movement as I was back then that I am going to address them on it. But I do urge people still to think about like the words they use, the things they say about themselves. Why do you claim that for yourself? Why is that something you identify as? Um, but regardless, I'm getting into a deeper rabbit hole. Right. Um, <laughs> but long story short, um, yeah, definitely got haters back then, still got haters now, but the haters now um, are more camouflaged because I feel like, I, I was actually just thinking last night about how when I first started really like putting my music out there two years ago, crazy enough, like there were people who were totally like, ha, ah, like that's funny. Uh, like man, like you think you could rap? Like ah, like oh, you gonna perform at the like the 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 jamboree at your old high school? Ha, huh? like whatever. That's cool. Jamboree. The jamboree. Yeah, we had a a, a jamboree, and I actually did oh. get invited to perform there a couple of years. That's and, pretty cool. Yeah, I, 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 I thought you said jamboree like at high the strip mall. Jamboree. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what type of? Nah, nah, nah. I was like, really came at your neck there. Old Navy. You gonna go rap outside the old Navy? No, right. But now, but now, like yo, bro, like what you doing? I think I feel like we're in that weird stage where either people are like just fake supporting or just like not saying anything. But they're definitely I don't know. As far as the haters go, like it's minimal now because I feel like people are just kind of waiting to see what happens next. Like they're like, should I hate on this kid or should I be cool? Because like, what if he like does some cool right. shit? You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. But, Have you had people? Um, from your past, like, childhood, who are now, yeah. who you weren't friends with, and mm-hmm. are now, like, reaching back out, and be like, hey, man. Yo, I literally, like, no offense to anybody who's asked me this, or whatever, but people will ask me, like, yo, like, how do you write your music, or, like, how do you blah, 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 I'm just like, like, dude, like, I just learned, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean, but, yeah, it'll be funny, because there'll definitely be people who I haven't spoken to in a long time, uh, that'll hit me up on some, yo, like, always been supportive, and I'm just like, no, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's cool. Here's the thing, though. Ladies, even y'all, like, as y'all are doing y'all podcasts, yo, like, I feel as though you can't really hate those people because it's like, at the end of the day, everyone loves a winner. So it's like, even if you so were always... loves me. Even, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> even if you're always a winner, like, inside, right. if people don't see that, they might not fuck with you on that, on that level. And that's cool. Um, because that's human nature, mm-hmm. but I think it's good to know who's who and like how to differentiate that so that you don't get in a position where you think someone loves you, but like they just like you a little bit because you're doing something that they can probably benefit off of. So have you ever, do you have any stories of where people kind of use you for your clout besides us? Because it doesn't count because we were friends <laughs> before I knew you had no. a We didn't know. Nah. And then we found out. Hey, you were DoorDash man before you no, were yeah. ever exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're a DoorDash man before Jada MC. We're practically before family. <laughs> but seriously, but no. have you ever really kind of been burned or used or taken advantage of us? Of? Um, I'm sure I have. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I mean, you know, those are things I don't really like dwell on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's something that is just a fact of life. I feel like we all have in our in our own ways, but. For me, I don't really care. I think, like, that's great. Like, if people, like, you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. to me, that just shows me that I'm doing something right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I don't really mind that. I think that how much access I give those people to me is on me. And if I give those people too too much access, then that's when it's like, okay, like, now I'm being taken away from. But I feel like as long as I'm not in a position of detriment, I don't really care. Like, 
I think that's cool. Like, I think that shows me, like, yo, like, okay, this person said yada, yada, yada. Like, as much as it doesn't, like, validate me, it is something that it's like, okay, they weren't doing that before. So this must be something that, like, got pe- more people's, like, eye- caught more people's eyes than I thought it was. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So You yeah. seem very secure and confident in yourself. I appreciate in that. A, in a good way, yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. In a horrible way, like, you're so secure. Is that so confident? It's uh, embarrassing. Nah, nah. <laughs> it takes time. Like it's like to to, ask, to talk about the failure stuff. Like even in high school, like just just being like someone who made music that was different than other people. Like I feel as though. Um, Were you popular in high school? Or no. So it's like it's interesting because I feel like everybody knew me, but I was yeah. also like I'd had like different. Hmm. Yeah, but, but I, okay. I, I would say I was popular, but I wasn't, like, a cool kid. I was just, like, that artist dude who, like, makes cool music, and, like, people would fuck okay. with me because of that, and just because, I like, I was, saying. like, I mean, I'm chill, so it's, like, yeah. I can get along with most people, and yeah, I, kn- I, I knew a lot of people, but I wouldn't say I was, like, like one of, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't, like, yeah. in, the, in the clique or nothing like yes. that. I was just around, and people knew I was around, so. Yes. But, yeah. Um. So, just to kind of wrap up i know your start of fame was your speech mm. about like the n-word and everything right. so we i think we just wanted to ask like your thoughts on like the election and blm movement and everything and how like if you feel a responsibility to use your platform <clears throat> to raise awareness to those issues in Word. some way <clears throat> all right so i know so that's what, a so, lot to so, break it up into segments because there's a pretty loaded question we'll yeah. take it piece by piece okay black lives matter movement when all these white people discovered racism <laughs> like what was your reaction what were your thoughts during that time um i think it's good <laughs> like i mean personally like i i feel as though i know old people who were looking at the situation and was like yo like they really marching with y'all like, you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they're like doing this stuff i think it even goes back to what I was saying about the music and how certain people would jump on bandwagons or whatever. Like, I feel like some people, some black people were upset with certain white people for doing that. I think people have to learn in their own ways, like, to learn um, activism, whatever you want to call yeah. it, or learn doing things for the culture. I feel like, even me as a man, like, there are certain, like, women's rights issues that maybe I'm not aware of and I'm not fighting for currently or maybe I haven't fought, fought for in the past that as I continue to be educated on and people tell me about those things like I think anybody who's in a position of privilege isn't gonna like actively just want to like desecrate their own privilege but right. when it's when it's told how those um how those things are detrimenting someone else I think if someone is like yo I need to like I need to do something about this I can't see in anybody's mind how you would take how you would see someone who wasn't doing anything at all before who's maybe now doing something now and say yo like you're doing something wrong. I think it's like it has to be a process and it has to be something that people learn as they go. So I think we're in a really good position of nobody has anything to do. <laughs> so let's mm-hmm. let's pay attention to the world around us and fight together. Yeah, and I feel like so, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Which is cool. So, yeah, so, um, as far as awareness, raising awareness for those things, I definitely think it's an artist's responsibility, um, to raise awareness for the things not only that matter to you, but affect you, but affect the world in general. I, it's funny because I personally think that the greatest human beings who've ever existed have been thing, people who've done things selflessly and sacrificially. Mm -hmm. I think of like Martin Luther King, think of like, uh, 
Jesus. Like, I think of people who have come and given so much of themselves. I'm nowhere near that. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not. Like, I, I'm saying, but I think those, like, are models of, like, the types of people that one day I'd like to embody. I'm still young and selfish as hell. Um, I'm going to do things that benefit me first, and then once I've benefited, I'm going to do things that can help other people. I'm not going to act right. like that's, like, I'm not going to, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm my only child at the end of the day. Like, I, feel, I feel like that's kind of the way I think sometimes. It's like, okay, I have to make sure I'm cool first, and then whatever. But even right now, like, I'm not, like, rich or anything like that, but I still feel the need, like, yo, how can I donate to people who might need these things or how can I use my voice that maybe is big but not even like as huge as it's gonna be mm-hmm. to bring um, awareness to the issues that matter to me. Um, so when you even think of like running for my life, it's the last track on my tape, Odyssey, The Stories. Um, and it's speaking about the things that just happened. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking about those things. I think it's definitely your artist's responsibility to like speak their truths and like make people think and make people feel. I think it's great that I have like music that like you can turn up to and stuff like that, but I'm really working towards making more stuff that you can feel and experience and like learn from. So yeah, yeah and not feel so alone. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just curious, we don't have to put this in, but I just <laughs> like I just had what do you think of Kanye West? Like what or, are your opinions on him? Oh, I mean, good question. Yeah, y'all, y'all could put this in. Okay. Like I, I personally feel a number of things. Um, I feel like he's like that one family member that you love. <laughs> he's like he's like my favorite uncle. He, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, okay. not, and I'm not saying there's a favorite uncle that exists because like I feel like if Your any, uncle right now if many my, if, if, if many of my uncles ever hear this and they're like, yo, I mean, well, then I can just be like, oh, he's like, yo, he chose Kanye. Yo, yeah, right, nah, exactly. But but no, I'm saying like he's like that one uncle that like comes to the comes to the um family reunions mm-hmm. like with his hot girlfriend and like gets super drunk and <laughs> yeah. like just starts saying a whole bunch of shit and everybody's like yo like chill and he's just like yo no like this is just how I am you know what I mean okay. and it's like you love him but he be wilding sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like Kanye is on that same level I think he's a very smart man um yeah. I think he like for example um I was watching an interview with him and Nick Cannon actually and they were talking about how um, he has bipolar disorder or he's been diagnosed with that mm-hmm. and he's been trying to break the stigma of bipolar disorder because he's been called crazy for that whereas like many like other people have existed in our in, in a span of generations that have had similar disorders in led countries or done things productively I think long story short how I feel about Kanye he's my favorite artist I was actually just looking at like a playlist that I have um, and I was like so, of some of my favorite songs and I'm like either this is Kanye inspired Kanye influenced Kanye produced it Kanye wrote it whatever Yeah. but I was just like yo that's actually like my favorite like artist so it's one of those things where it's like you lo- I love him and at the same time I gotta realize that not everything he says is right I think you can't mm-hmm. idolize people you can't like put people on pedestals and that's when people are gonna let you down cause they human too and they have flaws just like you do maybe worse maybe like indifferent but like at the end of the day you can't put your trust in a celebrity to speak for you all the time. Like, if they say something you disagree with, I think that you need to find it in yourself, whether that's something that will make you not listen to them or not support them. I personally, listening to what Kanye said, even some of the things he's done, I still listen to Kanye's music. I'll say, like, that, and I'll say that he's one of my favorite artists in general, one of my most influential people in, like, Mm -hmm. and whatever. Um, But I I can say that I have my own mind that I don't have to believe everything that he believes. And I think that when he says certain things, he needs to be more mindful of the way he says them rather than his intentions behind saying them. Because I feel like his intentions might be one thing, but what he says is something crazy that 
Yeah. <laughs> like, and the thing is, he... Wanted. I feel like he is an artist who's been around for most of our lives. Yeah. Like, our age group. For sure. So... I know a lot of people growing up, like, loved Kanye. They were obsessed yeah. with him. And I think just recently, he's become a little more controversial. For sure. With the things that he says. Right. But it's okay to obviously, like, just because you like his music doesn't mean you right. back everything he says. Yeah. So yeah, what do y'all think of Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh, you already know. <laughs> he knows. Yo, you already yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to let y'all finish, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I mean... The Lakes was a bonus track. We haven't even acknowledged its presence on Uh-oh. this podcast. Mm-hmm. So good. It's my favorite <laughs> song from Folklore, and she just released it like after the actual Folklore. Like, came out of nowhere. She's, She's great. Good. I support what she says and her music. Did you see Joe Biden retweeted the picture of her with the cookies? Like, said something, and I think I the last thing, it was like, the election is coming up. Are you ready for it? That's so... I love that. We I stand. To... My job. Just we settle. Wait, Taylor. Taylor tweeted this? Yeah, Taylor tweeted a picture of her holding a bunch of cookies that said, like, Biden and Kamala, or Biden and Harris. Got it, got it. And <laughs> you just Joe, gotta, gotta, gotta say the whole name, Kamala Harris. <laughs> I'm like, it's Kamala, such a, it's such Joe a name. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, yo, that's a cool name. Yo, right, yeah. So have you seen, like, the pictures of her getting off the airplane? Yeah, in the Thames. <laughs> She's a powerful she woman. Butt is on. Powerful woman. Anyway, yeah. so, yeah, Joe Biden retweeted the picture of Taylor Swift, which is, like, two icons. Yeah, but Biden and Swift. For sure. <laughs> Biden Swift. Biden Swift. Biden Swift 2020. <laughs> but yeah. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about? Hmm. Yeah. Do you have any closing remarks? Closing remarks? Yeah. Um, love yourself. Love the people around you. Love the process. Um, because at the end of the day, if you don't, you, you and you, the people around you, and the process will suffer. So... Take time for yourself, set boundaries, do things that make you happy, do things that you love to do, regardless of if you're an entrepreneur, if you work a nine to five, if you're a student, if you don't have a job at all, take time for yourself. Don't let this world pressure you. Don't let people's expectations of you, don't let what people think you should have or people think you should do make you feel insecure. Because I feel like a lot of times in our society, in, in my community even, like, like, for example, I don't have a car. And sometimes it'll be like, I don't even really care. But then people will keep, like, saying, oh, you don't got a car, you don't got a car. And it'll be, like, one of those things that it's, like, y'all are just annoying the hell out of me. Like, at this <laughs> point, it's not even like, I'm, oh, I'm going to go get a car because you said so or this or that. Don't let people's expectations of you become something that you feel like you have to make a reality. Do you love who you are and the rest will come naturally. That was beautiful. So... Thank you so much yeah. for coming on the podcast. <laughs> we had a great time. I think this is an amazing episode. Appreciate um, it. Tell people where they can find you. So, <laughs> our massive. Um, so, uh, Instagram at <laughs> at Goldmine G X L D M I N E. Um, on Spotify, Apple Music, and SoundCloud, J the MC. J-T-H-E-M-C. Because some people be like, is it J? Like J-A-Y? No. Just J-T-H-E-M-C. And the J is capital and it's all one word. Why Facts. two different... Why are you John, J the MC, and Goldmine? Yeah, why are you Goldmine on Instagram? So are, like are you the same person with your family as you are with your... Same? <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, well, but... we're the same on... Like, our... Not, not, no, 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 I only no, say that because no, if I'm, you I'm, use no, your Instagram... Joke, no, 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 it's fine. I just explain <laughs> myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if... If you use your Instagram to promote your music, is why is there no congruency? I'm not like no. coming at you. I'm just uh, curious. J the MC is taken. 
I think. Oh, there <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even like if you think of Solange, she's Saint Records. If you think of ASAP Rocky, it's something else that's other than okay. the way you traditionally yeah. spell ASAP Rocky. I no, feel like I a, like it. You know so what I'm saying? I like introducing you by like five different names. Yeah, yeah no, it's fine. We need to add more. Like Goldmine is actually like I think we need more. Yeah, Goldmine is more. actually like now. It wasn't even really, but it's now become an alias. Like people, like some some people on Instagram know me as Goldmine. I only <laughs> talk about you. Yo, that's funny. We say, say Goldmine. I looked on YouTube. And the the most way that people find my music on YouTube is by typing in Goldmine. Like, no. Really? Like, yes. That's yes. amazing. That would be but, easy. So think about it this way, though. Okay. On my page, like, you go to the page and, like, the name is Jayla MC. If you type in Jayla MC, you'll find me because, like, you see that picture of me and it's like, boom. It says Goldmine, but you know who it is. So, you already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. But also, Goldmine, uh, going exceedingly long distances, GXLD. Um... It's gonna be, wow. it's gonna be a company. It's gonna be a brand. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god! You just yeah. blew my mind. Whoa. Going exceedingly oh long. Whoa. So like it's it's. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> but I, also, I just like the way it looked when I put it on Tumblr, and then. It's pretty cool. I, wow. I, I, I wow! 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 So Where is the mine? Huh? Going extremely long distances, mine. <laughs> because everything like I, gold mine. Every, gold, gold, gold works. Mine. Everything I touch turns to gold. Wow! Can you please? So You're brilliant. Dollar bills in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need anything mice. in this room. Be my guest. I'm saying, but yeah. <laughs> Why is so. that funny? <laughs> but yeah, so regardless, yes, that's that's it. Like go, going extremely, right. exceedingly long distances, everything I touch turns to gold and Tumblr. Like those are the three reasons that, that gold mine is a thing. Good for you. So yeah. Um, well, that. thank you so much again, and thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this. If you do, or if you didn't, please give us five stars <laughs> and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, we did bully a few people into doing it over the weekend. A. Such a fun time. Um, we love networking. We love networking. <laughs> yes. Um, so thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for coming on. You may be one of my favorite guests ever now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, I know. <laughs> on my way. All right. Bye, guys.